0: Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And this week, we're revealing the truth. This is a truther podcast now, just like the one featured in the movie, Godzilla vs. Kong. We're, we're going to be that guy now.
1: I really was inspired by that guy's podcast in the movie. I... Wanted the whole movie to just be the podcast. Honestly, Millie Bobby Brown just listening to episodes of that podcast. It was a good podcast. I was hooked. I loved the premise. And honestly, I, I'm, I'm pretty mad we don't have that premise, baby. We're not here revealing the truth about, about the Titans or the
0: Kaiju. You know, I'm, I'm upset. Except, is that what he was... Because everyone already knew Godzilla existed, right? Like, that was a, yeah, a well-known true. thing. I guess it was I, more like a corporate thing?
1: Maybe like because in the in the movie they're on like episode like three hundred of the podcast or something. Maybe the very early episodes were like trying to reveal the truth about Godzilla existed existing and stuff, and now he's just like reaching.
0: You know, He's just like yeah. I got to get some sort of content about these guys. He's out of material. Yeah, that would suck. You get like a whole audience about a conspiracy theory about a giant lizard, and then it actually like shows up and kills millions of people, and you're like, oh, Fuck. that was my whole that was my whole thing. About a content. God uh, damn it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I also like when they put characters like that in movies, you know, the guy who's got, like, the tinfoil hat or whatever. Yeah. Because they're always so, like, quirky and fun. They're, like, silly comedy relief characters. But in real life, you know, people like that generally um, don't just believe in, like, the silly stuff, like fluoride in the water or, um, you know, secret shadow organizations. Like, a lot of them believe some less fun stuff. I would love in the middle of Godzilla versus Kong, he was like, yeah, there's this corporate espionage. And also the Holocaust didn't happen. And they were like, Oh, uh,
1: Oh wait. Yeah. He believed in like too many things that would benefit society. It seems like these conspiracy theories guys really just want to hate people in general and (laughs) and things that things
0: that uh don't
1: benefit society this guy was trying to help too much he's not he's not a real conspiracy theorist
0: in my opinion yeah or like even who he's helping, it'd be great. They're like running away, like oh my god, heck of Godzilla! And then in the middle, he's just like, and this is this is just how like George Bush did nine eleven. And they look over him and like, we probably shouldn't have gotten this guy. There were probably better people we could have found. Yeah, this guy is fucking nuts.
1: Imagine like Godzilla existed. You you don't believe we went to the moon or some shit.
0: Yeah, he's a flat earther. He doesn't believe we went to the moon, but he swears Godzilla exists.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So inconsistent on science, I feel like. Yeah, Godzilla Kong. I mean, just the matchup of the century,
0: baby. My God, dude, I this is my Logan Paul versus whoever he's fighting this (laughs) week. You know, that's what this was for me. Hell
1: yeah, that fight's still happening, right? He's facing like. Floyd Mayweather, he hasn't done that r- yet, right? I can't remember.
0: The Logan Pauls fight everybody. We're, the next movie is going to be <laughs> Kong versus Logan Paul. Jake Paul makes a YouTube video called, like, I'm the strongest monkey. And <laughs> King Kong's going to be like, hey, what the fuck, dude? Like, obviously not. And he's like, no, I'm totally the strongest monkey. And then they're going to set up a whole million dollar cage fight and the whole world's going to watch it.
1: <laughs> That's going to be sick. And then, but then in the end, we find out the real enemy is Logan Paul or Jake, whoever's not fighting, is the real enemy. And then they both just fight uh, yeah. that person. It's it's Jake Paul, but he's got like a robot arm. <laughs> That's gonna yeah. be
0: the whole thing.
1: This reminded me of like big cinematic universes, and now we got the new Space Jam trailer this week, baby. Absolutely, um, yeah. The good old Warner Brothers Cinematic Universe, a huge thing now. Uh, here in this Space Jam, apparently, it feels to me like <laughs> honestly, we could make some, we could make some Space Jam predictions. If you ask me, anything could happen now in Space Jam.
0: You want you, you want to do Space Jam predictions?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have to do some Space Jam predictions because anything could happen. Oh Watching, God. I watch the trailer, which I usually don't do, but this is a movie that I don't care about getting spoiled. Obviously, it's Space Jam too. Yeah. <laughs> um i I, it feels to me watching the trailer anything can happen i saw the guys from the clockwork orange serial (laughs) rapists by the way in the background of
0: this child children's movie Uh, i guess maybe that's why
1: it's not yet rated maybe john they're
0: big fans of basketball you can't keep them away from (laughs) something like that can't,
1: can't keep can't keep these guys away from the basketball you know I understand. Stanley Kubrick definitely uh, dived into basketball heavily in A Clockwork Orange. Sorry, what
0: was so tragic about that movie is that they, they take him to a facility, and they're showing him like footage of basketball, and then they torture him a bunch. So by the end of the movie, he tries to touch the basketball, and he just gets completely sickened by it. He can't even do it.
1: <laughs> it's really For- terrible. I completely forgot about that part. Um, yeah, that's why it's called a clockwork orange. A basketball is orange.
0: Yeah, that's that was actually the original <laughs> pitch, but they wouldn't let Kubrick do it. You have to watch the director's cut for that.
1: Damn. See, so, yeah, I also heard the Space Jam thing actually came from Kubrick's uh, will after he died. He said, "Please put the a clockwork orange guys in Space Jam two if it ever happens." <laughs> So. Yeah,
0: he said Space Jam 2 specifically, so he knew it was going to get a sequel. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, hell yeah. He was like,
0: Space Jam 2, definitely where the Clockwork Orange guys need, need I don't to want it the in replays. the first one. No one's going to give a shit about that first. The second one, though? That's where I want my boys. <laughs> They're huge basketball fans. They will definitely be there. Yeah, this trailer that trailer
1: was nuts though. Lots of uh, I mean the, the the Game of Thrones people are in there. I mean
0: Yeah. Like a, this was unprompted, unprepared, but I, I think I could make a prediction now if you want. Hell yeah. Then do it. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't prepared a prediction. It was unprompted for me too. I just randomly thought of it. All right, well, new segment, Space Jam Predictions. Um, we don't have as much time for this as we did with Snyder, because this one's coming out in a few months. But I think a solid prediction is, uh, much like Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, the Looney Tunes and the Goon Squad, who's the new villain's team in this movie, they're going to have their big basketball game. Um, and maybe LeBron will dunk on him a few times, but oh, yeah. they're going to have to unite Cause Michael Jordan's coming back and maybe it's Mecca Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. It, he's going to come back. He's going to have the Hitler mustache again. And uh, they're going to have to defeat him in a game of like one on 16 or however many players, two teams would be together. They're going to have to de- defeat Mecca Jordan. Um, Cause he's, I, I mean, he's technically part of the Warner brothers universe for space jam. So got to give him a common enemy.
1: Yeah, well, my prediction is going to be, I'm actually going to relate it to a movie um, that everyone has been comparing this to, Ready Player One. And Mm. I'm going to come out and say that this is Ready Player Two. This is the sequel and it's hidden. This is not the Space Jam sequel. This is just the dude from Ready Player One playing out his Space Jam fantasies. I'm sorry to all you Space Jam fans, you LeBron James (laughs) fans, but LeBron James, that's not him. That's the dude, I can't even remember the guy's name from Ready Player One. That's the the
0: Cyclops boy from Ready Player One playing as LeBron James in the Ready Player One video game. Exactly. Oh my
1: God. Yep. And you think it's directed by, I can't remember who's directing this new one, but you think it's directed by him? No, it's actually directed by Steven Spielberg. Again, it's going to be revealed at the end. That's amazing. That's such a solid prediction. He's going to take
0: off his VR headset and be like, it was me directing the movie the whole time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be the the Ready Player One guy. He'll take off his mat, like you know, LeBron will take off his head. It'll be Ready Player One kid's yeah. head, and be like Ready Player Two, surprise. And then he'll take off his head, and it'll be Steven Spielberg, and be like, I got you. It's me, Steven Spielberg. I got you.
1: I got you. It's me, Steven Spielberg, the guy who did Ready Player One,
0: and I got you. Sorry. <laughs> um that's a really bold prediction considering ready player 2 is a book that has already been published um and as far as i know is not a sequel to space jam
1: well you haven't read the epilogue yet baby so oh okay that's true i actually haven't read it so as far as i know it is a sequel
0: to space jam (laughs) i can't refute what you're saying
1: ready play anything can happen in ready player one you know
0: um yeah that's what they say in the movie (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah that's they keep saying it over and over again
0: well before we talk about the before we get to our marquee fight um we do have to talk about some movies that we watched since last time uh, i have two to go through uh, i'll do my first one real quick this was my 100th movie logged Yay. on letterbox yeah. Woo. Um, Congrats, i don't do the thing where i log all the movies i've ever seen because i feel like that's a waste of time uh, so this is the hundredth movie I've logged since starting Letterboxd, and this movie was Spice World. The film <laughs> Perfect Spice World from 1997, The Spice Girls movie. And the reason I watched this is because me and my coworkers had like a team bonding night where we all watched a, a bad movie uh, to make fun of it and have fun. Um, and I'm going to tell you what? Spice World: the Spice Girls movie from 1997. Not that bad. I went into it expecting it to be really terrible, and it wasn't good, mind you, but I laughed out loud at multiple points. Um, There are just some, like, really solid jokes in that movie. Uh, I don't want to, like, break them down too hard because I feel like it relies really heavily on visual comedy. Um, But one of my favorite jokes in the movie was the Spice Girls, like... Not their manager, but the guy like above their manager, like the owner of their record label or whatever, was like this weird James Bond villain type guy, but he wasn't a villain. He just like sat in a mysterious room, uh, and every time they cut back to him in the movie, he would have a different like small animal that he was petting. <laughs> um, so it, like started as a cat, and then like the next scene he was in, he would have a rabbit, and the That's last great. scene he was in, he had a a small pig. That's amazing. Um, a small pig. That's the best spot
1: that to have.
0: It was was really brilliant. It's also really dumb, and nothing happens in the movie, pretty much at all. But uh, you get all the Spice Girls music, which is great. Um, They play like the whole tracks in a lot of cases, because I think they were trying to pad the runtime. (laughs) Um, But uh, you know what? If you can get your hands on Spice World, you should, because it's a good time to watch with friends. Um, That being said, it's apparently very difficult because it's not on any streaming service and a dvd copy costs like 45 dollars. so That's um,
1: i i have re i re i was also trying to see a thomas vinterberg movie called the celebration and i ran into that pro- like the only possible
0: way to watch it is dvd yeah and it's like wow this is still a thing huh you literally can't. There's some this movies. On or anything. You know, Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max, none of them were tr- fighting over Spice World to get on their <laughs> streaming service. Nuts. Uh, honestly, yeah. nuts.
1: I think we should write a petition.
0: Yeah, I'm, S- I'm sending a letter to my congressman. Someone get Spice send, World
1: on Netflix. Someone send this podcast into to Joe Biden, please. Uh, get it to him
0: stat. <laughs> Joe Biden would put Spice World on Netflix.
1: He absolutely would. That's an executive order right there oh yeah um i also have some movies i'll i'll i'll, I'll do one real quick what's eating gilbert grape i watched the 1990s johnny depp leonardo dicaprio movie and it's a sad one <laughs> really sad movie to the point where i think it's to its detriment at a lot of points i i think a lot of choices <laughs> it makes are just to be more sad when i don't think it's necessary for, yeah. for some of the choices yeah But yeah, I thought it was good at points, but I think, I don't know, at some point I just couldn't take it anymore. Like, this movie just gets very sad. Like, and you know me, I have a high tolerance for sadness, and at some point it was just like, okay, you're just being sad to be sad. I still gave it three and a half. I thought it was good. Good performances.
0: I just got one other movie to talk about, which is Kong Skull Island. I wanted to rewatch one of these MonsterVerse movies before I watched Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, I like the Gareth Edwards one. I think I want to watch that one again. Uh, God, Gareth Edwards, Godzilla, I mean. Um, but I really like Kong Skull Island, and I watched it again, and I think it's still good. I think it's probably the best MonsterVerse movie. It's very silly tonally, but that totally works. Um, and I'd say my only criticism is that there's like, too many characters who don't really do anything which is sort of the problem with all these MonsterVerse movies uh but at least in this one they were fun and a bunch of them died in wacky uh Kong related ways so in that sense it was satisfying uh it also sets up a bunch of stuff that they just sort of kind of skip over in in Godzilla versus Kongs <laughs> uh which I guess we can get to but Kong Skull Island I'm a big am a big fan of that monkey um and I'm excited because the director is doing the Metal Gear Solid movie so I gotta pay my respects hell
1: yeah yeah baby uh, you'll be our you'll be our resident
0: monster verse expert today much like you were our uh, Justice League expert that's fair. I still haven't seen Godzilla <laughs> King of the Monsters, so I'm only three out of four for this MonsterVerse universe. My, I saw like 30 minutes
1: of it because my brothers were watching it after they watched Godzilla vs. Kong. I was like, oh. what is this order? Why well, They watched it bef- the day before I came to Michigan. They watched Godzilla vs. Kong, and then they watched Godzilla King of Monsters. And I'm like, what? why? What is this order?
0: <laughs> well, you got to know the backstory now, right? <laughs> I guess so. Even though they also like retcon a bunch of King of the Monsters stuff in Godzilla yeah. vs Kong, so
1: yeah, I was just there for like a like for the whole thirty minutes I was there. Kyle Chandler was just very angry uh, for thirty <laughs> minutes straight. So that's yeah. all I know. Other movie I saw Bad Trip, the new Eric Andre. I I like Eric Andre. I was a little disappointed by this movie. Um, as far as laughs go, I just didn't laugh that much. I didn't think it was that funny. Oh, yeah. I still thought it was super Damn. clever. Like most people are saying, if you've heard about this movie, I really like how, like, you, I don't know, you'll see these prank movies or road trip movies, like Practical Jokers and Between, Between Two Ferns had stuff like this where they, like, go on a road trip. And those two movies have, like, plot, but the plot is just there for them to, like, do more pranks or do more fake interviews as far as Zach Galifianakis goes. In this movie, Eric Andre actually, like, uses those stupid plot moments as pranks which i think is the best part of this movie is that all the stupid plot stuff is filmed in front of people to see their reactions Um, Ah. which is what is the best thing this movie has going for it for sure (laughs) but i expected to laugh more i like eric andre a lot um so i was kind of sad i didn't maybe i was just in a bad mood that day or so I, i i just didn't find it that funny, unfortunately. Uh, but I still get yeah. three stars. I thought it was clever.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's tough with those kinds of movies where, you know, because Eric Andre's show is usually, like, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. And so stretching out that comedy over two hours or even an hour and a half worth of time, it's like it, you might start to run out of material or it might just start to get old at a certain point.
1: But it's still clever. I'd, I'd recommend it. A lot of people are loving it, so maybe it was just me. Rewatch Submarine, which... Um, is a movie dear to my heart because when i met my girlfriend um this is the movie we connected over because i had just like i just asked her what some of her favorite movies were and she said submarine and i had like just watched it literally like a couple days before i even met her i had just watched it and it's like a super niche movie like it's a it's a like welsh movie it's super niche like no one's not too many people have heard of submarine so uh, that really helped me connect with her because I was like, holy shit, you've heard of, not only have you heard of this movie, but it's one of your favorite. Um, and I think it's a fun, it's like a Wes Anderson type movie, which I, I think it's nice. I, I liked it. The performances are great. If you haven't seen Summering, go check it out. It's it's also a very depressing, I didn't remember it being so depressing, uh, but I oh, think yeah. it's pretty clever and funny. It's like really dry British humor. So uh, um, yeah, that's a good one. It's free on YouTube, actually, so no reason. Not oh, to, cool! Not to check it out.
0: Yeah, every so often you find those movies that are free on YouTube. When we were uh, trying to decide which bad movie to watch as a group, one of my coworkers suggested a movie called uh, "It's called like an American Hippie in Israel." It was some like seventies exploitation like movie. Out. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, check out this trailer." Um, so I went to the YouTube and I searched the name of the movie. Uh, and I clicked the first video that came up, and then I realized that video was the entire movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, no. I just want the trailer. Yeah.
1: YouTube, YouTube be giving things out for free. I'm yeah. Well,
0: it. if they're terrible old movies, you can usually <laughs> find them on YouTube. <laughs> well, that's sure. fucking out of the way. No one, no one gives a shit about your goddamn relationship, John. They're here to talk about lizard versus yeah, monkey. True. Worst episode for me to bring that up. I'm sorry. Fucking, this is, well, you know what you just did? You know how in Kong versus Godzilla, they sometimes cut back to the humans, and you're like, ugh, when is, can we get this over with? That's what you just, <laughs> That's what did. I just did. You distracted <laughs> us from the main event. Well, how is this? This podcast is art then. Maybe I
1: was just imitating Godzilla versus Kong, you
0: know? <laughs> oh oh yeah. okay that's clever thank
1: you yeah you should,
0: you should go to your girlfriend and be like i brought up a story about us to to bore the audience
1: yeah exactly to, sh- to show what godzilla vs kong is like to simulate it yeah um <laughs> uh, yeah let's get let's do it let's general impressions of the monster movie the two monsters fighting
0: um the movie yep Uh, (laughs) the two (laughs) monsters fighting the movie (laughs) brought to you by the guy who did your next i go i'll go
1: first my history with godzilla vs kong is apparently i've seen godzilla that's the only (laughs) thing i've seen with either of these it's logged on my letterbox in 2015 i legitimately don't remember seeing it like at all i have no memory of watching the movie. <laughs> wow. Which is nuts to me. Like it's logged in my letterbox and everything. I and I just don't believe it. Like I am like did I fake log of this? Because I don't remember it. Uh, but I gave it three stars, so apparently I like so going to this movie I know I I the only my only knowledge of this like universe at all is basically Kyle Chandler being angry in Godzilla King of Monsters. Uh, so that and Millie Bobby Brown's apparently in this this stuff too. Yes. So, um, so know nothing about Kong, just Godzilla at that point.
0: Oh, I'll I'll do my quick catch up before we do full general impressions, which is, uh, I've seen the first Godzilla movie, which I thought was good. I remember at the time really liking that they were so reserved with Godzilla. so they waited to the very end to have the big gratuitous Godzilla fight, which I thought was a cool choice. Um, but all the people in that movie were so like uninteresting. That I, I Again, I literally remember nothing about the main characters. I just remembered that Elizabeth Olsen is one of the leads in that movie. Oh, she is? Um, oh, my God. Yeah, her and uh-huh. Aaron Taylor-Johnson, who play brother and sister in Avengers.
1: Damn. I, don't uh-huh. I just remember Bryan Cranston's in it.
0: Bryan Cranston is Aaron Taylor-Johnson's dad in that movie. Uh-huh. Uh, but then I saw Kong Skull Island. It was the first and only the- movie I saw in the Chinese theater in Hollywood. Ooh. which was a great choice. Hype. Um that one, like I said, I really like. It's it's much goofier and it's just a lot of fun. I have not seen Godzilla King of Monsters, but I do basically know what happens in it. Um and now I've seen this. So I'm I'm 3 for 4 on our on the Monsterverse movies and I'll tell you what after this, probably going to watch the next one.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, my general impressions is I I hate the human parts so much like <laughs> with a passion <laughs> I, yeah at points i just i don't know i there's I, I just wanted to see them fight i think it's i think the opening credit <laughs> sequence made me really want to see them fight though because um i just watched the final four this past weekend which included a very awesome game between ucla and gonzaga um and at the beginning, like at the end of the be- opening credits, it's like almost this bracket style thing where they like have like Godzilla eliminating this monster, Godzilla eliminating this monster, like Kong eliminating this monster, and then they like are facing up against each other.
0: Oh I'm my like, god! Oh,
1: it's like the basketball tournament. Oh my god! This is like the championship game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is my March Madness.
1: <laughs> this is my March Madness. Godzilla Kong going head to head here for for all the marbles. Yeah, um, but the humans in the movie don't want it to happen. And I'm like, come! On. it's like it's like if the Final Four ended with a bunch of like assholes trying to stop the basketball game from
0: happening. It's like if in the middle of the basketball game, we just like panned over every so often to some people in the audience being like, <laughs> man this is really intense and then someone's like oh they're gonna do a free throw let's do the thing where we distract the guy doing the three the free throw and then we see that and then we go back to the basketball game after like 15 minutes of that exactly that's what it would be like and then at the game if the
1: game ended with like somehow the people in the stands had a way too big of an impact on the game um yeah <laughs> uh, yeah that's. Yeah, that's what the, I think. The monster stuff was fantastic, and I was super hyped about it. <laughs> I'm more honestly more hyped than I thought it would be. I, yeah, that opening credit sequence really got me hyped. Uh, so good opening credit sequence.
0: Yeah, I'm mostly on the same page. I don't think I hated the people stuff quite as much, just because I kind of liked Rebecca Hall and I liked the little girl. Um, I just thought they they were just like nice characters. I was like, oh, I like these people. Um. But everyone else was terrible. I think Millie Bobby Brown's arc should have been cut from the movie, which is funny because apparently they cut out like two other human story arcs from this movie. Yeah. Um,
1: who who's so, about to which cut was that? Like Kyle Chandler?
0: Like who? Kyle, well, apparently Kyle Chandler had a whole thing that they that they shot and just took out of the movie because they're like no one wants to see this and they were right <laughs> um what's funny is lance riddick who i know from john wick he's the like front desk guy at the assassin hotel and john wick he shows up in this movie and has five seconds of screen time says one line and he has a credit in the opening credits of this movie like he's top build oh um, yeah
1: oh yeah this guy
0: because I think they shot like a whole thing with him, and he was set to be one of the stars of this movie, and they just cut the whole thing out.
1: Damn!
0: But I, I say not enough. The, get rid of Millie Bobby Brown, just leave the little girl and the mom, and I, I guess Alexander Skarsgard if we have to. Um, but otherwise, like yeah, the monster stuff was so hype, the fights were so good <laughs> that I almost didn't care about about the trash in between.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think the they the little girl and. Uh, rebecca hall were definitely the best parts or the best human part for sure yeah the millie barbie brown thing was just pointless i don't know although they like that scene had like two of my two actors that i like a lot like the conspiracy guy brian tyree henry i like a lot and the other dude who was
0: who's the kid from hunt for the wilder people yeah i like that kid He's like inexplicably Australian in this movie. Yeah,
1: I know' I'm like oh he's just gonna keep the accent no attempt here
0: oh. he just he just kept the accent <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was too much for him to do in America <laughs> Billy Bobby Brown's English she did an American accent. Yeah well that's our general impressions. I think we would both agree watch this movie you can check your email when the people are talking
1: yeah, I 100% agree. I was on a plane so I couldn't check my email. So I guess maybe oh, that's no. maybe that's why I hated it even more. I didn't even have an option to do anything else but listen to these people and pay attention. Uh, but yeah, I guess we can go to Spoiler Town. Um, even though there's not much to spoil, I feel like plot-wise, we will
0: spoil there, the There's some stuff I, I would be mad fights. if people spoiled. Yeah. I'm going to say there is some stuff to spoil, and we'll do it now. I want. I kind of want to go through the plot of this movie because it probably won't take very long. True. Yeah. Um, they they trapped Kong in a big bubble on Skull Island, um, and I, I thought that opening sequence was funny, where he's like waking up and doing his morning routine. When he picked up that tree, I really thought he was gonna brush his teeth with it. I was really <laughs> hoping that was Holy gonna god. be the thing. That would have been amazing. And this is where they start like wildly retconning shit. So in Kong Skull Island, there's this like indigenous people who live on Skull Island, uh, and they revere Kong as a god. Um, and that movie takes place in, like, the 70s. And then we flash forward to this movie, and someone offhandedly is just like, oh, yeah, all those people died in a storm, so that's why they're not here anymore. Oh. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, no, <laughs> like, those poor indigenous people. Like, Kong did <laughs> so much to, like, protect them and, like, keep the island safe, and then a storm just came in and murdered all these people. That's so and that's sad. where the little girl is from. She's the last living member of that oh. of that
1: race. Are they all deaf?
0: they don't speak in the movie uh he says like oh they don't speak and so i think the sign language was just a way to like get the girl to communicate and also uh gorillas do sign language so it works true it does work yeah
1: um gorillas uh, are smart i mean i feel like let's everyone's on team kong immediately right because kong he's basically a human Right, Godzilla. We can't. He's relate the to main him.
0: character of this movie, like straight yeah. up. He is the protagonist of this film.
1: I can't. I can't relate to Godzilla. I'm not a lizard. I. I no. I, I don't have scales.
0: I can relate to Kong. I'm a big monkey. So. I'm a big ape, <laughs> and when people come fuck around in my house, I say no thanks, and I punch them, or I use yeah. like a tree, like a spear, or whatever. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And if there's a giant lizard who's hated my ancestors, I, I hate him too. That's what happens, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I most of the like plot stuff in this movie, I was worried was just from the other movies. Um, kind of like I knew, like the indigenous people thing. I just thought was, I, I you, you're surprising me with that because I thought that was like yeah pre any movie, <laughs> but no. no.
0: I guess not. They're straight up in Kong Skull Island, and they're like an important part of it. Okay, so yeah, um, I'll just get rid of them. No, they all died in a storm.
1: <laughs> they all died in a storm. Kong, he That's... can't protect people from storms, though. He's a monkey, obviously. He, yeah, no,
0: die. he he was trying. He was trying to like fight the rain <laughs> and the thunder. It just wouldn't work. <laughs> Doesn't work that
1: way, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, what happens next? I mean, they have to. Skarsgård Godzilla has to, has to do something. Godzilla's brother.
0: going nuts and no one knows why. And also, they offhandedly mention. So, at the end of King of the Monsters, because I've watched the very end of that movie, Godzilla kills King Ghidorah, who's a dick. And then all the other monsters come out and they like bow to Godzilla because he's the king. And then in this movie, offhandedly, they're like, oh yeah, Godzilla killed all those fucking guys too. Because he wants to be the the biggest and only monster. <laughs>
1: That's funny. They all, so they all bow to him. That's what I want. Why did they include that in this movie? That's badass.
0: Yeah. Well, no. It's that would. I don't know. I guess that would have to be its own movie. Honestly, like Godzilla decides <laughs> that he's not satisfied with being king of the monsters. He wants to be the like murderer of the monsters.
1: See, this is we're touching on my my issue with most of these movies is that would have in these people's minds that would have to be their own, its own movie. But in my mind, I'm like, no, just make, just get rid of the human shit and have it be about Godzilla. And that could be in this movie. And then we, yeah, it, it could, the plot could be about Godzilla and Kong. I know they're monsters or whatever. And you're like, Oh, but they can't talk. there can't be any plot. Just, just tell me more about the monsters. I don't care about these. Humans. Yeah.
0: Straight up. You tell it visually and maybe every so often cut over to someone who just sort of vocalizes <laughs> simply like what they're doing yeah. like oh man Godzilla's kicking the shit out of all those monsters who bowed to him before and he's like yeah he must be he seems pretty angry oh <laughs> man let's watch and then we watch the fight yeah um, I like one of my favorite Letterboxd reviews is uh,
1: Gabe Gundacker's review which is like I like. I really like the monster fights, but it was weird that every dialogue was which one is which. It was just people saying <laughs> which one is which the whole movie. I think that yeah. would have been hilarious. I was just like, oh, which one's which? <laughs> Wait, which, which one is Kong? <laughs> I can never get this straight. Um, yeah, I just want like... I want some more people I can relate to as an audience. I want someone, like, obviously, yeah, you would be scared if you were witnessing two giants fighting. But I want someone who isn't scared, who's like, fuck yeah, this is a sick fight.
0: Yeah. I heard a good point of, like, if they're going to cut away to human shit, they should just make them, like, Suicide Squad-type characters where they're all, like, wacky and kind of a little bit reprehensible. So if they get smashed by Godzilla, you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, agreed. Not like a little girl, not a little girl
1: that I'm like, please don't die, I guess. Like, they can't kill this person.
0: Yeah, well, going into spoilers, like, uh, the only people that die in this movie are just the villains who are so objectively villainous that it's just, like, obvious they're going (laughs) to die.
1: Like, obviously, I want these people to die, too.
0: Please. That was my thing with, like, in Kong Skull Island, I said there are too many characters, which there are. But part of the reason of that is because they, in that movie, you know people are gonna get killed and it's not just gonna be the obvious villains. And that happens. So when it happens, you're like, oh man, these people are in danger from all these wild animals and Kong and whatever. Um, But in this movie, everyone's like either so good, they're either a child who would be fucked up if he killed or like a decent enough person that you don't want them killed or they're like, my father built a million dollar spaceship, and it costs more than your whole house, <laughs> and I get whatever I want, and daddy says so. And you're like, all right. And so, yeah, Kong Fushing crushes her spaceship in his hand, and you're like, fuck yes, dude. Yeah, fuck <laughs> get the, her out of here. Fuck
1: this person. I hated her. She was obviously yeah. bad. All of them are just awful people.
0: Yeah, a big, evil corporate businessman yeah he gets fucking smashed by mechagodzilla yeah and but he's like so objectively evil that you're just like well obviously you gotta yeah i just feel like humans
1: are selfish too selfish to make a godzilla vs kong movie in my opinion like i this whole time i was picturing like imagine if like Imagine if someone made like the Avengers, but it was like from the perspective of ants, and we just kept cut, we kept cutting to like the <laughs> subplot of like the ants witnessing like,
0: fucking the Avengers fighting, and we're supposed to care I mean, about the ants. Honestly, even like less than that. Just imagine if in the middle of the Avengers movie, we kept cutting back to like some dude who was going to work that day <laughs> in New York City. He's like, oh no. <laughs> fuck <laughs> i should have shouldn't have taken the train today oh and a bunch of aliens are flying around i'm like off in the distance you just see iron man firing laser beams and you're like no show me that
1: yeah that's why i did like i do kind of like the mecha godzilla angle too though because it did involve the humans in a way like where they could actually be a part of the fight all of a sudden but then immediately they're not a part of the fight like it has its oh, b- yeah. mind of its own immediately
0: which i'm also fine with yeah i don't care <laughs> That's the other thing I want to say about this Mecha Godzilla thing is, like, they're kind of right to do that. Like, yeah, because here's the thing. If in between movies, Godzilla just went on a rampage and murdered all of the other Titans, because this is the other thing I want to touch on. Godzilla is like the embodiment of toxic masculinity. 100%. <laughs> well, yeah literally all all you have to do is be gigantic and he's like well no, i gotta fucking fuck that dude up i gotta kill him or dominate him or something it's like godzilla you don't have to fight everyone um but if you're a guy and you're like oh this giant monster has the capability to kill everyone on earth and also all the monsters under the earth like maybe we should have something to stop him just in case yeah. That seems like a good idea to me.
1: It seems like a, he's it seems like he gets roid rage or something every once in a while. Like you can't trust this Godzilla guy. He he could yeah. want to destroy you at any moment.
0: He's a he's objectively a dick. Like the fact that the setup for this movie is oh, if, if Godzilla even senses Kong, he's gonna show up to I
1: fight know, him. right? <laughs> like that's like the plot is literally like we can't take Kong out of this dome or else Godzilla is gonna just fuck him up. Like he's immediately coming for Kong.
0: It's like if I went to a bar and they're like, "Oh man, we can't go to this bar." And he's like, "Why? Wow, you're over. You're over six feet tall. Like, there's another dude here. If he sees someone over six <laughs> feet tall, he's gonna just start throwing hands." And I'd be like, "Oh, I yeah, I guess we shouldn't go in there."
1: <laughs> that dude sounds it. awful. At the same time I loved it. I was like hype about the fact that oh, like, yeah. the fact that Godzilla is just like so wants to beat down Kong that like if he senses he's anywhere near, he's gonna fucking come.
0: That's that's the other thing is like, you know what? Maybe they were sitting in the writers' room and they're like, "How do we get these guys to fight in a way that doesn't take much explanation, and we'll get to the fight as fast as possible?" And he's like, "What if what if they just want to fight? Like it's just like a thing, <laughs> just a thing that they want to do naturally like, want to do." I didn't think of that. It was just like a thing a thing that they want to do. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then they fight. Sure, they want to fight. Fu- yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, no one ever thought because usually it's like, oh, maybe Godzilla was tricked or Kong was tricked. Or like, there's a misunderstanding. Like, no, they they understand perfectly. They just want to fight. I like
1: to imagine they like get into a like sociopolitical like argument. You know, Godzilla and Kong, <laughs> and then one's on one side, one's on the other. It's like a Captain America Civil War type thing.
0: <laughs> yeah honest. i mean this this basically is captain america so my original letterboxd review i was going to write for this is like that this movie was captain america civil war for idiots <laughs> um which is not a movie for smart people to begin with
1: now i want a captain america civil war where like captain america and iron man just like are trying to out alpha each other and they're like t- t- just want to yeah. fight because of that, <laughs> that
0: was, there, there's, there's no like a. They open up, like, who does the world's sexiest man? Is that, like, GQ or people yeah, or whatever? So. Yeah, and One of those magazines, like, declares Captain America world's <laughs> sexiest man. And Iron Man's like, what the fuck? Hey, fight me, bro. Fight me. Fight He's me, like, bro. Fight me. Yeah, fine. I will. I'm the world's sexiest man. Not after I bust your fucking face, bro. <laughs> and everyone has to take sides. Spider-Man's like, I don't know. Cap's
1: pretty fucking sexy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's the that's the remake we need
1: right now to be honest yeah
0: honestly and, uh, and marvel's getting out of control we need them to like <laughs> kong versus godzilla-ify their plot a little bit hell yeah please
1: um okay we, we just we kind of just went rapid fire any any yeah you wanna we did to i
0: want to i want to talk about um Let's see. They Millie Bobby Brown just goes on an adventure cuz her dad is a terrible dad and isn't watching her, <laughs> of course. Um and her whole like here's another wild thing is in this movie the the conspiracy theory guy they meet, he's got like a gun holster with a little flask of booze <laughs> in it and they're like, "Oh, you keep booze in your gun holster?" and you think he's just gonna be like Ha ha, yeah, you never know when you're gonna need it, or something quirky like that. But he's like, (laughs) no, my dead wife gave me these booze, and when the booze runs out, that's it, my life is over. And you're like, oh that's heavy and then it's it's mentioned one more time as a joke
1: <laughs> my dead wife gave me these booze <laughs> um, yeah it's literally like non non barely important to his character honestly because it's literally like the blades paid off is another joke
0: yeah <laughs> like it's not even I'm t- there must have been something else in that like storyline that got cut out of the movie but for some reason they were like this is still essential to this man's character yeah even though he's 99 percent funny he has to have one really tragic origin thing about him
1: yeah which by the way that payoff i is one of the parts i hate because it helps i wanted to see kong and godzilla out fight mecha godzilla i didn't want to see them get any help from this guy's booze. It makes no
0: sense to. are <laughs> like, like, alcohol, oh my God. It's <laughs> like, what? It's Let's break down that scene. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I wanna break down that scene. So Mechagodzilla comes out and he's kicking the shit out of Godzilla because he's better. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, he's still connected to the satellite. And you go, wait, what satellite? They didn't mention a satellite.
1: It's <laughs> a satellite? This is direct TV um, right here, I guess.
0: Yeah, so they're like, I can hack the the mainframe and turn off the satellite, and then he starts, like, doing computer shit, and you're like, okay, maybe this kid's, like, a techie, and I just didn't know because I didn't see the last movie, but then they cut back, and he's just blindly guessing the password <laughs> to the computer, and you're like, that's not hacking, anyone could fucking do that. And then he takes the booze and pours it on the computer and it breaks the computer. And I guess also breaks the satellite. That was the one computer (laughs) that controlled the link between the satellite and Mechagodzilla. (laughs) Really, really secure um, for sure. And then to top it all off, it doesn't even fucking do anything. (laughs) Mechagodzilla turns off for like two seconds and then he's back to fighting. Yeah, true. It give, it
1: gives Kong a brief window, I guess. <laughs> it, I guess? It's weird. It's so weird. It's like, why... Yeah, I don't know. Why is this even in the movie at this point? <laughs> like They just have these yeah. people do
0: something. I don't know. It was literally just to give them something to do, to give them some control over the situation, when it's like, we don't want yeah, that. We don't care. We want Kong and Godzilla to fight this
1: dude. <laughs> we want these two people to be in clear These two monsters to... Be the ones to do it. We don't give a shit about these humans, especially these three. These three people, I'm like, no, if anyone have the girl save it or do something, I guess.
0: Because think about think about like a heist movie or something where, you know, everyone has their role to play. And there's the one computer hacker guy and there's the one person who's the face and one person who's like the safe cracker at the end of the mission, they're they are all making fun of the hacker guy because he's a nerd. But at the end of the movie, the hacker guy does something really badass. And they're all like, you know what? You're pretty cool. You're good, kid. How do you – And Matt, like, what do you do in this movie? Like, Godzilla goes up to Millie Bobby Brown and is like, you know what, kid? You really came in clutch for me there. Holy
1: shit. Yeah, Godzilla has no understanding of what happened. He just thought it, like, turned off for, like, a second. he's like, oh, well, fuck. I guess he yeah. battery like right now they... for a second or something.
0: They're just like totally <laughs> operating independently of these two monsters who have no concern of whether they live or die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally don't give a shit about any of these people. Who don't know yeah. who they are. Um, yeah. It's, it's pretty hilarious. Um, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I guess I had a question about was the is the Skarsgård's brother. Is that t- t- plot in one of these movies? I think
0: he's a new character. The hollow earth theory is mentioned briefly in like the, in Kong skull Island and King of the monsters. Um, there's actually the, uh, the black guy at the beginning of the movie, he was in Kong skull Island and they put him in really terrible old age makeup in this movie. (laughs) Um, he's the one at the very beginning talking to Rebecca hall. He doesn't even try to do a voice or anything. He just talks like a 30 year old guy (laughs) wearing old age makeup. (laughs)
1: I, didn't even, um, I don't remember that, but it sounds amazing. But yeah,
0: Skarsgård was was a new character who just uh, they needed someone there to explain Hollow Earth, and I guess the get guy. them to the magical zone inside the Earth.
1: Yeah, he's the guy, I guess. Um, which yeah, I, guess,
0: I don't even understand his whole why he wanted to go down there so bad. He thought that's his brother it. died trying to do it and uh he just
1: wanted to it, prove he's better he than the
0: No, he <laughs> wanted to like make his work legitimate. He also wanted to stop Godzilla and Kong from fighting cuz he he didn't want that. So he's the bad guy in this um, movie obviously. Yeah, he's the villain as far as I am concerned. Not as villainous as the terrible spoiled brat character who's <laughs> like Oh, he also saves he, he defibrillates Kong's heart at the end of the movie so that's something yeah yeah true
1: (laughs) pretty big role forgot about that that's yeah that's pretty big um want to talk about the fights
0: please i feel like we've (laughs) talked about these stupid ass (laughs) fucking people so they don't deserve the amount of time we've given them but i mean the fights there's not much to say listen you're in the middle of the ocean you got an aircraft carrier I'm impressed that aircraft carrier stayed afloat with both Kong and Godzilla (laughs) standing on it, but it did. It's a good carry. So fuck it. Uh, I liked when uh, Kong did a big punch on Godzilla. That was really cool. Big punches. I like big punches.
1: Yeah. I like the different fighting Um, styles. You know, they nailed their fighting styles. Kong's all about the big punches. Godzilla's about his fire breath powers or whatever he has.
0: It's nuclear breath, Jack.
1: Okay, nuclear breath. I, I don't care. Just it's badass. I don't care what it's called. Or yeah, the that's fair. It. It's pretty badass. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I think Kong did pretty good in this first fight. He was at disadvantage. He's not good in water. Godzilla is. Um, he yeah, was, he really he was held chained his own. Down, you know, like he he held his own for a fight that he should have been pretty disadvantaged in. I'll be honest.
0: Yeah, they did have to surrender. Yeah. And that was true. pretty funny how they did. Like, the boats turned off, so Godzilla was <laughs> like, "Ah, they've given up, have they?
1: <laughs> it's over.
0: I'll see you again, Kong. Yeah. Oh, is it actually atomic breath? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's the basically nuclear. In
1: chat. Yeah, nuclear, atomic, the nuclear, I don't know the difference. Um, but yeah, that was, it's, it's badass. Only Zilla stand here, the is. Yeah. I guess so. Are you? Were you Team Zilla? I was Team Kong for sure. I only care about his punches. Yeah,
0: I was. I was Team. Con- I felt like Kong was the underdog, yeah. and clearly, I was right. I mean, the whole point of Godzilla is that nothing can kill him. They've shot him with like a billion <laughs> missiles so throughout many. these whole this series of movies, and they don't even kind of affect him. We've seen Kong bleed in his in multiple movies. Godzilla's never once been hurt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very true um i I'm, I'm all for the underdog even when even when i make my march madness bracket i you know obviously i i don't make too many stupid picks but i'm all, i don't hmm. care about my bracket i'm always rooting for the underdog i always want the underdog to win uh, or the under yeah. ape in this situation good old kong I was, yes i was hoping he would pull it out in the end but in the in the big city fight which is freaking amazing
0: Um, oh yeah well i want to talk about a quick speaking of the underdog an underrated fight i feel like people aren't going to talk about much in this movie is kong versus those big flying snake spider things oh yeah that that they he meets in the center of the earth when he swings that one around and hits the other one with it
1: that's so good hell yeah that's pretty good um yeah i like that shit i also like i liked the hollow earth visuals and stuff i liked it down there it was
0: very trippy yeah
1: Hell yeah. It was like gravity all over the place. It was was nuts. And Kong was home.
0: That's for sure. Kong was home and he got a fucking axe. Monkey with an axe. I wanted to ask
1: about that too. I didn't even know that was... Is that like a Kong thing? Like, Is that in his lore or is that just this movie? Nothing was (laughs) said.
0: They just said, what if Kong had had an axe? (laughs) Kong's got opposable thumbs, so let's give him something to hold. Let's give him a fucking axe. I love it yeah they needed to give him something
1: you know godzilla's got atomic breath and powers. yeah kong can't just have his pure fists he's got to get an axe i loved it
0: yeah but uh yeah then we go to that city fight which is just like so incredibly lit and so well choreographed Hell yeah. just like i mean millions of people must have died in that hong kong fight just buildings oh, were wow toppling. Way. They were stepping over everything. Kong tries to climb up a building, and then the building just falls yeah. over. I, I was um, like, these
1: people don't give a these these monsters don't give a shit about humans, and that's the way it should be. Just fighting.
0: Yeah, they're just in it for the love of the game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I want to say, so they say Kong wins wins round two. Even though Godzilla only goes down for, like, one second, he immediately gets back up. Yeah. Um, and then,
1: wait, how is... K- Kong It needs to be defibrillated at some point, right? Is that because...
0: Godzilla, because Godzilla... Godzilla is the winner. Here. A lot of people... Here's my... I'm going to get on my soapbox okay, real quick. Okay, get on your soapbox. <laughs> okay. I'm on my soapbox. A lot of people are going to come out of this movie and say Godzilla won Godzilla versus Kong. Because in their one-on-one fight, uh, Godzilla knocks him over and roars in his face and is like, I gotcha. But I want to examine some facts real okay, quick. Okay, let's see it. Let's see uh, it. First fact is that this movie is rated PG-13, which worked against Kong because in their big fight, Kong jumps off the building with the axe and Godzilla shoots his breath into the axe and Godzilla lands, or no, Kong lands the axe right on Godzilla's head. And in any other movie, an R-rated movie, that axe would have split Godzilla's face Ooh. in half, and he would have been dead. And this one, it just, like, explodes and knocks Godzilla over. So, that would have been a fatal blow. So, I'm saying Kong had the advantage there. It's fucked up that it didn't do more to Godzilla. That's
1: unfair. That is very unfair. If Godzilla was... We need Kong on on a rated R playing ground. That's the most realistic playing ground we can get.
0: Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it's just like you have, they call it an ax. If it had been a hammer, I would have been like, okay, that's blunt force. Yeah, true. Then the explosion would have made sense. An ax that cleaves that's sharp. That's going to chop right into his Godzilla skull. Yeah. Now, the second point I want to make is that, uh, while Godzilla beats Kong, Mecha Godzilla beats Godzilla straight up. Oh yeah. Godzilla is losing that fight, but Kong then kills Mechagodzilla almost entirely by himself, really. Yeah, true. So if Kong beats Mechagodzilla, doesn't that kind of mean he also beats Godzilla? It's like a but it's like a rock, paper, scissors situation here. Maybe Kong
1: versus Mecha Godzilla is just a better matchup for Kong, maybe. Yeah, and it's a it's a sort of a triangle of death situation here where Mecha Godzilla is
0: literally like just built to be the better version of Godzilla, I guess.
1: Yeah. Out so like what I'm going to say
0: this movie, I feel like really no. I think they end up as equals. People are going to say Godzilla won because of that fight. But I'm going to say they might end as equals and I'm going to say I can't speak Godzilla, but he does do that roar at the end. And I think what he said is. I respect you. I'm going to stop fighting everything. That's the same size as me from now. On. <laughs> that is for no reason. An exact quote. Actually,
1: the director just yeah. came out yesterday. said that was uh, what he said. That
0: was in the script. <laughs> they gave it to the voice actor for Godzilla. Um, yeah. I, it
1: seems pretty even, uh, you know, I really wish at the end of this movie, we just got like a sort of a judge or something to, to tell us who won or like a mm. referee type situation where like you know it, like at the end of boxing matches where our ufc matches where they're in the ring with the two guys and then the ref like holds up the hand of the winner oh like really yeah. got, you know what they could that.
0: have what they could have done is uh old i guess technically a monster movie like attack of the 50 foot woman or whatever that movie's called the big woman yeah. I think that's a thing. I, don't I might be that. making this I up. I've never heard of this. I swear to God, I saw a poster for it when I was young, but that may have been made up. Have a giant woman with the, the card, you know, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, shows yeah. the rounds. Yes. She stomps around Hong Kong with her big round two card, and everyone knows it's round two yes, now. Yes. Yes. Um, have a ring girl, a giant thousand-foot ring girl for Godzilla versus Kong, and then I don't know, maybe in the movie she wins as a subversion. Ooh,
1: I like it um yeah see this is this is like we're joking about this but i would legitimately that's what i legitimately want out of one of these movies is (laughs) for them to not give a shit about anything yeah (laughs) because there's too much giving a shit going on in this movie i need less of it a little bit less
0: yeah that's that's my thing is like the gareth edwards one is very grounded um in the sense that like the, the Gareth Edwards movie is focuses a lot more ground level. It really shows the scale of Godzilla um, and sort of how the military might realistically, realistically react to this guy. And they're all working within the means of a normal human society. Um, and so that works as its own tonal thing. But if you're going to go the other way, go all the way and just like let us have this ridiculous... Over the top monster thing. Stop moralizing. Stop having Lily Bobby Brown be there. <laughs> just like, just let them. Like, like Ken Watanabe says in the first movie, let them fight. Yes, let them fight. Um, and imagine that. Like, I feel
1: like they had to pay so much money. Like, you guys got they got like a lot of very well known actors, and they wasted their money on these people. I'll be honest. Like, yeah, you can you could save so much money by just. The budget could be so much smaller if you just you make the main characters the main characters here and not some. Yeah, divisions.
0: every every A list actor you take out of this movie is another few thousand dollars you can put towards the CG budget yeah. to make the fights better.
1: Hell yeah! Like I don't understand what. Like I don't know. I'm like, yeah, there are a bunch of actors in this movie I like and I think are funny, but I'm just like they they don't need to be here, right? Yeah. Um, and they play, if a giant woman ran it and started attacking King Kong I would be 100% on board and they play the Wonder Woman Snyder Cut music
0: absolutely oh man <laughs> the electric violin or whatever that shit is yes um, Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean honestly I think what we're asking for is a Snyder Cut <laughs> give me four hours and remove all the Joss Whedon crap they put in this movie and put all the yes. the monster shit back in yes. that I know they shot they're hiding it from us. I
1: want. I just want a movie with like, like, like. There's just so many monsters. I I want more than just these King Kong. Which, by the way, is he? So they. I don't think anyone calls him King
0: Kong, right? So he's
1: not K- Connecticut so King right now.
0: In Kong Skull Island, John C. Riley is there, uh, and they're like, "Oh, we saw a big monkey," and he's like, "Yeah, that's Kong." He's king around here, Ah. and that's the closest we get. Uh. So no one ever calls him King Kong, but that's the idea. Okay,
1: why why not? (laughs) It feels weird when they do that kind of stuff. I can't remember what other movies they do that in, where they just like omit like a word out of someone's title or something. Yeah, I I don't know why they do that.
0: Um... I mean, it's like the Mechagodzilla (laughs) reveal in this movie. Like we, the audience, know he's Mechagodzilla because that's just what he's called um so but they have to say it in the movie for fan service so that's why the stupid kid is like no he's mecha godzilla and you go Yay, yeah i know that <laughs> i know that name yes
1: yes mecha godzilla um yeah i need more kai i know nothing about kaiju i know nothing about these giant monsters but i want a movie with like at least 50 of them in it just just fighting each other just like a royal rumble almost of giant monsters like <laughs> Yeah, I I just want (laughs) a royal rumble. I mean, nasty.
0: That is essentially what the last movie was, but apparently it just wasn't very good. Um, I think the main complaint is that all of the monster fights in King of the Monsters was like in the dark and was like covered by snow and rain, so it was really hard to tell what was going on. Um also spoilers for Godzilla King of the Monsters the very last shot of that movie or close to the last shot is uh Godzilla swallows King Ghidorah whole and so it's literally King Ghidorah's head like sticking out of Godzilla's mouth like while he's eating him <laughs> whole like a snake damn
1: that's nasty um yeah, I wish that God, now I wanna see the end of the movie. The parts I literally saw thirty minutes it was all human stuff. Like I did not see any Godzilla or anything happen <laughs> in my face. Just yeah. Kyle Chandler
0: being angry. It, I think the next movie we get is gonna be Kong and Godzilla partners in crime. Ooh. And uh and they there's gonna mysteries. be a murder they have to solve. Yeah, they
1: solve mysteries. I like it.
0: I guess if they're partners in crime, then they would be causing crime. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, true. Maybe it's That's Godzilla and Kong stand trial for all of the people they killed yes. in the cities they
1: destroyed. Yes, and Kong, or they hire a lawyer who is um, the giant woman, or Clifford the Big Red Dog is their lawyer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a trial. It's like a trial Chicago 7 type movie we get. <laughs> Um, what's his face to write it? Like, why can't I remember his name? Whoever wrote Troush? Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. We get Aaron Sorkin to write it. Um, and Godzilla and Kong talk obviously more than they ever have because Aaron Sorkin loves. Well,
0: that. Kong does sign language. Yeah. Godzilla still like does his monster scream, yeah. but we'll have we'll subtitles have some, this time.
1: Have, Aaron Sorkin loves. He screams and it's just like
0: such a long, winded <laughs> sentence,
1: Aaron Sorkin style.
0: <laughs> yeah. A quick aside about Aaron Sorkin and his scripts. Um, there is a billboard near my apartment right now that is a four-year consideration campaign for Trial of the Chicago 7. And the billboard is not like a picture from the movie or, or like the poster for the movie. The billboard is literally a shot of the script with one line of dialogue it's the line where the guy said i've never been on trial for my thoughts before that's all it has on the billboard and it says like for your consideration and so i'm like oh so you guys know the only way you'll get nominated for anything is if you're like Aaron sorkin wrote that sentence it's a pretty good sentence that's that's pretty deep you would never write that sentence could you write that sentence i don't think so you you couldn't write that sentence Maybe you could make the rest of the movie, but that, that one line, that's on the billboard.
1: <laughs> such an Aaron Sorkin line. My God. That's, that's a perfect line to put on there, to be honest.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I've never been on trial for my thoughts.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's too good. <laughs> that's all you need to know for your fucking billboard Hell that you yeah. bought.
1: Which reminds me, we have yet to talk about Oscar nominations on this podcast, which shows, we how, gives a yeah, shit. shows how little we give a shit this year, I guess. Um even though uh we, A24 finally got some love so I'll, I'm excited about that I guess.
0: We'll talk about them when we when they happen or when they get closer to happening. That's this um, month
1: now. Oh my god, it's April.
0: Oh yeah well we'll get there i mean at this point i'm just sort of thinking of all the categories i can nominate godzilla versus kong for the biggies because <laughs> um, it's gonna get a few
1: obviously the hot the the chubby for sure is pretty hot um
0: chubby for sure um martin scorsese memorial award for cinematic course, excellence that'll it's definitely gonna get nominated for that yeah
1: i'm excited everyone's already getting hyped for the yeah. third annual biggie awards i'll tell you what
0: Oh yeah, no. Marty was watching Godzilla vs Kong with me. He was uh actually on neither of their side. He kept rooting uh, he kept rooting for Robert De Niro. Oh. Which was weird. Yeah, weird. I was like, he's... "He's not in this movie, Marty." And he's like, "Oh, he should be though. He'd kick both there. He'd shoot him with a gun." <laughs> he'd
1: kick bo- he's a gangster. He'd shoot him. Shoot him down. He'd, he'd
0: get him right in the kneecaps." I'm like, "Marty, no. He- Robert De Niro wouldn't be wouldn't have a big enough gun." It would be hilarious, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah um just a gangster shooting them in the kneecaps ends ends godzilla <laughs> um what award did that robot horse win a few years back um a robot horse yeah, what's a robot horse at the oscars or at the biggies or
0: i don't know now i'm
1: trying to think of a movie with a robot horse
0: i'm thinking of equus that wasn't a movie that was a play with daniel radcliffe and that horse wasn't a robot in context it was only a robot on stage robot horse they're robot horses in Westworld. Warhorse did get nominated for stuff oh well, maybe war horse. but that horse isn't a robot that's yeah, just a normal true. horse that's
1: that's a war horse that's a horse that was in war yeah. they gave it animatronic they gave an horse. animatronic horse an oscar what maybe that's Warhorse. Then maybe the wh- wh- horse and war horse was an animatronic horse was a robot okay hmm. sure i like this little you know side s- side adventure we've taken here um
0: that's got to be the next monster verse monster right <laughs> robot horse <laughs>
1: absolutely and kong's gonna
0: fucking ride it into battle Oh my God! <laughs> Kong's gonna have like fucking Excalibur. He's gonna be riding his robot horse. Um, Godzilla's gonna have a jetpack probably, yes. and they're gonna fight God. They're gonna fight the Christian God. <laughs> to
1: fight the Christian God. Let's go! And he's riding Jesus. <laughs> he's piggybacking Jesus he's on Jesus's back. How sick. fast do
0: you think you'd get kicked out of a church if you asked if God was a kaiju? <laughs>
1: I hope not fast. I would like to see uh, uh, a priest discuss that at length. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, excuse me, Father, how big is God? And be like, um, I don't know if, uh, I. What do you mean, how big? Like, like how? If he was like standing right next to me, like this big, like maybe the size of a house. <laughs> Size of two houses? <laughs> uh, I sure. So, would God be a kaiju <laughs>
1: can we please see him in the next Godzilla film is what I'm asking I, I really would like he, to see
0: he fucks some people up he yeah. did a lot of crazy shit in the Old Testament is what I'm saying I feel like it'd be a fun fight versus the big gorilla <laughs> what a
1: decision that would be King Kong.
0: if they had Godzilla and
1: King Kong fight God and they won <laughs> what a decision that would be they a killed movie. God <laughs> like I'm, I'm fucking God
0: Kong at this point like he is Godzilla, right? Yeah. What? Hey, what's a king to a god? Oh, yeah, true. What is a king to a god? Kanye West. Do the whole uh, soundtrack for and that Kanye
1: one. Kanye West is also a kaiju in that movie. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> this is a movie. Jesus. Our movie is... That's gonna be so good. This is it's, it's shaping up. I want to see fan art of Godzilla riding a robot horse and God, no Kong riding a robot horse. Godzilla with a jetpack. The Christian God is there shooting lightning bolts. <laughs> and Kanye West is also there. And Kanye West is there backing and, up the Christian God because he, he thinks Jesus is yeah. king, while the rest of us think that Kong is king. And he has a
1: speech bubble, of course, that says, "What's a king to a god." um yeah which of course makes kong cry because he's like i'm a king yeah um that's nuts they didn't have that song in the here because you got king kong versus godzilla you know and they could have had the song in here Kanye singing what's a
0: king to a that's god
1: that's true god that would have been so good we've improved this movie where's the big boy movies cut of godzilla versus kong
0: we're gonna have to make it now i'm gonna have to learn some some cgi part <laughs> and uh make a whole movie that'd be nuts we could get to the front page of reddit that'd be sick (laughs) (laughs) i i animated a full two-hour movie everyone's
1: like why is this on like you should do more with this than put it on reddit
0: (laughs) put it on reddit for free (laughs) be like made this in a weekend hope you guys like it
1: (laughs) like holy shit like you spent so much money on this right this is nuts. (laughs) Oh, all right. I this was a fun podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean much like Godzilla versus Kong. I would I would recommend you watch it honestly. I don't think it's a great movie, but you're if you don't watch it you're missing out 100%. Honestly.
1: There should someone should make a cut with just the fights at this point. I honestly yeah. it, you would have the same impact. You don't need any of the human stuff to like the fights at all to be honest.
0: Yeah. I guarantee you could cut out more human stuff, and the movie would still work narratively. So, someone get on that. Make me like the seventy-minute cut where it's almost entirely fights. Yeah,
1: like the only fight that and, would make uh, sense is the first fight because there's like a bunch of disadvantages where Kong has to like be tied to the chained up and all this shit.
0: Yeah, you get you you can do the exposition for that movie so much faster. Yeah. Kong's in a bubble. They say we got to get him out of here, and then they go. Yeah, like forget <laughs> everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: i agree uh, but yeah watch it um, hbo max baby all
0: right yeah get on that hbo max and until next time stay kaiju sized you beautiful people